What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 870. In this episode, I'll discuss a case of antidepressant discontinuation syndrome in the ICU. I have all the evidence supporting today's show found in the show notes linked at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 870. Antidepressant discontinuation syndrome has a significant potential to occur in ICU patients. This could be from unrecognized withdrawal from the antidepressant when home medications are stopped during the initial treatment of critical illness, or from a patient who's unable to tolerate enteral medication for a prolonged period. The syndrome can easily be mistaken for delirium in ICU patients if the treating clinicians are unaware that the patient was previously taking an antidepressant. Anecdotally, at least, the syndrome seems to be particularly severe when serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors like venlafaxine and duloxetine are abruptly stopped. Authors in the journal Case Reports and Critical Care have published a case report that illustrates the clinical issue of antidepressant discontinuation syndrome being confused for delirium in an ICU patient. A 72-year-old woman with an extensive medical history and two-year history of taking duloxetine 60 milligrams twice daily was admitted for repair of a hiatal hernia. She needed mechanical ventilation on post-up days 1, 2, 5, and 12 through 24. While attempts were made to give duloxetine on most of the days the patient was not intubated, she had frequent emesis and gastroparesis, and so the extent of absorption was unclear. On post-up day 12, emesis led to aspiration and the need for reintubation due to respiratory failure. The patient needed dexmedetomidine, midazolam, fentanyl, and restraints for agitation. During post-up days 13 through 24, the patient was CAM-ICU positive for delirium and could not tolerate pressure support spontaneous breathing trials. The respiratory therapist described the patient as appearing frantic or panicked when they attempted to determine the rapid shallow breathing index. On post-up day 20, the team suspected withdrawal from duloxetine, but because they could not pass the contents of the capsule through the nasogastric tube, they started venlafaxine, 75 milligrams, three times daily instead. The author stated, as the daily dose of venlafaxine was increased, the doses of the sedating drugs required to prevent unplanned extubation were reduced, until by post-up day 25, these agents were completely discontinued and the patient was liberated from mechanical ventilation. The case report could easily have been any number of patients that I've encountered in my practice with antidepressant withdrawal syndrome in the ICU. A mnemonic for remembering what antidepressant withdrawal symptoms are is FINISH. Flu-like symptoms, insomnia, nausea, imbalance, sensory disturbances, and hyperarousal, such as anxiety and agitation. Antidepressant use is common, and the withdrawal syndrome has the potential to complicate ICU care, so I'm sure to evaluate a new ICU patient's home medication regimen for antidepressant use in order to identify and mitigate the potential for withdrawal in critically ill patients. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.